Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make. The choices other people make. This podcast explores all things as they relate to dating and romantic relationships. Why we ignore or choose to ignore or miss the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, narcissistic behavior, deception, and so much more. Join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants, anonymous guest dating stories, and experts who share their wisdom so we can better navigate the dating terrain. If you are new to the show or have been with me from the beginning, hold on tight for the anonymous Andrew experience. Greetings and welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast, life and the choices we make. And I am back with a weekend rant. And on this rant, we're going to read some reviews and talk about the direction of this podcast, where I'd like it to go. And you're also going to hear some edits along the way and that is due to a review that I got in which the reviewer did say something along the lines like if you're going to listen to this podcast you have to speed it up because Andrew talks too slow and there's a lot of empty space Yada, yada, yada. So I have re-edited this podcast because if you're going to leave a review and give me a uh, constructive criticism and still give me five or four or five stars, I'm going to pay attention and I'm going to do it. Just like several weeks ago, I got a review about how bad the audio was and indeed it was. I was having issues with my audio was... uh, too loud and my guest was too low and it turned out that there was a setting on the software that I use that could fix that and I did that so if you're going to leave a review and I with with some critique about something that I'm doing and you don't like I'm going to address it I I'm not going to just ignore it so let's get into about the direction of this podcast for the past season and a half, approaching, I'm approaching 150 episodes, 75% or more of them have been about my journey from the relationship that spawned this podcast. Because I have a new demographic following me that's mostly from the episodes I did on the cults, I'm going to quickly just bring them up to date on this story which spawned this podcast. So I was dating somebody who was an immigrant, came here from the United, uh, came here from South America to the United States 25 years ago. And after a divorce in her relationship from her husband, we started dating after meeting on eHarmony. And it was a great relationship until it wasn't it was great and then it wasn't and it will be blamed on 
let's just say, gaslighting, infidelity, deception, manipulation, uh, narcissistic behavior, and so forth. And at the beginning of each and every episode in this podcast, I have an intro which I talk about gaslighting and deception and all that. Go back and listen to the intro if you missed it, which I doubt you did. But, all right, let's let's get on with it. So, being a podcaster is started because I was a podcast fan. I was listening to podcasts for many, 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 many years before I started this podcast. And mostly, so I have like a library of, of my favorite podcasts. So uh, there's up, upwards of 25 or so uh, podcasts in my library. One of them, for example, is Dateable. Dateable is a great podcast and it's hosted by Julie Julie Kravchik and uh, Z- uh, Yui Zhu, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, an awesome podcast. And they've been podcasting for upwards of nine years. They have 18 seasons. They just started their 18th season. So I, I'm I'm a bit of a Johnny-come-lately when it comes to the... So this podcast is about dating in the modern world, right? And modern meaning today. But nine years ago for them, it was modern then for them. And they're still doing it. And they still, as a matter of fact, they've grown and, and they're, they're all over the place, uh, dateable. And it's a great podcast. And along with Crimes of the Heart, um, Seeing Other People, Dating While Gray, another great podcast. My entire library is either podcasts of people that I know or I've met along the way or I'm friends with um, or I've just been fans with for many, many years. And and I think the point that I'm getting at here, because there is a point, is that these podcasts and about 100 to, to 500 or, or maybe even a thousand others are all talking about dating and the modern culture um, and and various nuances of, of that. And here I come, Johnny Come Lately, with my boo-hoo story. And yes, it's my story, but I am addressing all the dating do's and don'ts and myths and the especially the red flags while i'm coming from a little bit of a different angle i decided to do this podcast because of the hurt and the grief and the betrayal that i went through and trying to figure out where i went wrong what my ex was doing or what why she, why she got into this relationship when she really had no intention of hanging around but strung me along for almost 3 years so i found myself over the past 2 months analyzing what or what direction this podcast should go in um so I, i'm kind of beating a dead horse with this ex-girlfriend thing. Um, I am over her. She's in the past. 
And when I was contacted by a woman named Laura Jenks from England, and she pointed out to me the documentary on, on Amazon and Netflix about the Twin Flames universe cult, quote unquote, I watched it and it was, it really touched a nerve because I was, so for those who are tuning in to listen about cults, you, you know, nobody, nobody signs up to an organization that either is a cult or turns out to be a cult on to say, Hey, I'm going to join a cult. They, they, they're, let's take twin flames. They are people who are lonely, vulnerable, depressed, heartbroken, lost, looking for a purpose, want a support system, any or all of the above. And that's where I was at the end of 2022. And I was a, a completely broken man, completely. No self-respect, no confidence. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I, I had, I, I, some points I thought my life was over, not, not metaphor, metaphorically and physically. Um, no suicide wasn't an option, but I felt as if I'd be better off dead. But I didn't go join an organization. I got support. I went to therapy. I have my 12-step program. I have a, a tremendous group of friends who knew my story. And even though I complained to them for two and a half years and they just looked at me and like, we don't understand why you're putting up with this and why you're staying and yada. And I, of course, I was in the grasps of, of gaslighting and deception. And in, in, in my head, I, I was thinking what this relationship, I could fix her. No. No, I can't fix her. But I got through it, and I and mostly because after after three months of grieving, and literally like just barely getting up and going to work every day, I one day woke up and said, "I need to talk about this, and I need to get this out there and learn about what happened." with this ex-girlfriend, why I stayed so long. Anyway, that brings us to two things. That's why I started the podcast. But along the way, it kind of, the, the, the two concepts, the cults and, and my relationship with this woman kind of merged because I was one of those vulnerable, lonely people who was looking for their twin flame or soulmate or simply put a partner i was just looking for a romantic partner and i have been doing that for 25 fucking years and and i found many 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 women and none of them 
were sustainable. They were six months, one year, 18 months, two years, end, start over, another 18 months, end, start over. And that was the problem. And that's why I stopped dating for over a year. And during the course of that year, I did this podcast. And during the course of that podcast, at the end of season one, the beginning of season two, the cult concept was brought to my attention. And that's where I am in a, in a quandary now. I Do I continue with this podcast with the original concept of bringing to you my audience the pitfalls of relationships. And of course, you can go listen to all those other wonderful podcasts all about dating. My story was a little unique, but not so different. I, yeah, I thought I was the only one that got cheated on and gaslit and that she turned out to be in the adult entertainment industry and I... And, and there were many other podcasts that saw my story. And as you know, I was a guest on many podcasts to tell my story. But that, again, beating a dead horse. So here I am in the middle of season two, and I'm covering cults. Now, we did seven episodes covering the Twin Flames universe two years after the documentaries were released. And I did, with the help of a Facebook group, did seven episodes. And, and I wanted to do more, but I, for reasons I won't get into now, and, and there may be more. But in the meantime, I have found another outlet or another source for more cults. And I am now literally today, after I finish editing this episode, I am going to start working on putting together another series of episodes on cults. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, why don't we make another podcast? We'll do two podcasts. No, I don't have time for two podcasts. I barely have time for this one. So somehow I have to integrate because I don't want to abandon the concept that I started this podcast with because it's a journey that I'm on. I am on a journey and you guys are along for the ride. For those who are listening, who subscribed, thank you. I, I, I couldn't have made it this far without you. And I do have the numbers. The audience is increasing exponentially so what 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 do i do do i abandon the concept of this podcast or and, and just go completely cult no I, I because that stay true to thyself I, I i want because i'm still looking for a partner and i want you guys to come along with me and each step of the way that I fumble, make mistakes like the one I did two months ago when I dated this woman and we went out for dinner and I came back and I blabbered on the episode about the dinner and she didn't like it. 
and then she cut me off. And I was really disappointed because she, I thought, was a catch. By the way, I, I want to mention something. I had a conversation with a, a, a good male friend of mine a couple of weeks ago. Um, actually, I think it was last weekend. And you know what he said to me? Because we were he knows everything about me. He knows all about the relationships, my sobriety, and all that stuff. He, I, we've been friends over 15 years. He got, he got a little stiff with me, a little angry, because I guess he heard in my voice some sort of victim mentality or or that I'm I'm not going to find that partner that I'm looking for uh, you know I'm 63 I'm 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 an old man and yada 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 you know what he said to me you are a catch I'm the catch stop looking for women that think that I'm that uh, let me rephrase that. Stop looking for women that you think they're the catch. You had you had to be there for the phone call to understand how it went down. But that really made me think long and hard. So I'm I'm gonna buckle down and continue with this podcast and go on this journey of looking for a partner. But along the way, I'm going to investigate these cults because I think what's going on the, between the dating world, the modern dating world, and take that any way you want, modern meaning, I guess, in the 2020s, it's, it's just an abomination. And we're not blaming anybody. You know, people are pointing at the dating apps. No, they're not the dating apps. The dating apps are simply a tool. It's like giving you a hammer and nails and, and a two-by-four and all the other whatever you need to build a house and say, go build this house. And it falls down in a month. It's because you didn't know how to use the tools and you didn't know what you were doing. Those dating apps are simply tools to meet other people. Once you meet them, it is up to you, or me in this case, to be, to reel that person in. And, and that's why I want to continue with this podcast. But in the meantime, there's also another, besides the dating culture abomination... There are estimated to be around 10,000 cults in America. And I don't know the stats, but either a, a quarter or, or a, a, a good chunk of them are like twin flames. They are sucking people in, taking their money, separating them from their families, using sex as a um, weapon or just using sex to get their jollies off. And I don't feel comfortable with that. Uh, and no, Anonymous Andrew is not going to bring down any cults. But I think that the conversation that Netflix and Amazon started and also HBO and Stars, and I've been, I've been told that there are 
uh, even on YouTube, there's, I don't know, dozens, of, if, if not hundreds or so, YouTube videos about cults. Again, I may be a Johnny-come-lately on this topic, too. But it is under my skin, and it is bothering me. And I've met a s several people along the way who feel the same way, and I have brought them on board. I have now at least one new person who's going to be helping me. Um, she was interviewed in the 7 Series. You will... You will, you may or may not hear from her, but she's going to help me research more cults. And I am now literally in, in, in researching that today, as soon as I get done with this. I think I told you that already. So, and uh, I'd like to bring up another topic that has been brought to my attention besides the friend of mine who keeps telling me that I'm a catch. There, I have gotten quite a few accolades uh, in reviews, in, in Instagram, um, Facebook, and and I've, I've just been told that this podcast, because most men who had went through what I went through, when a, a woman... Uh, I don't want to generalize this. The woman who I was with, what she did to me, and I stayed. Most men, and if you're a male listening to this, and it's not you, I apologize. But I think in the majority of men, not a lot of them are going to jump on a podcast and admit to what happened to them, that they got the wool pulled over their eyes, that the woman was cheating and fucking other guys on the same day that she was having sex with you. You know, she'd come over from the night, she'd come here in the morning from overnight and then have sex. It's embarrassing. And it's, and it's full of shame. So, I, I, I've been told that I've been praised for coming on here and being so open and vulnerable and honest about that. And I'm not trying to toot my horn. I'm just telling you that I'm just telling, repeating what's been told to me. Here, here's, here's an example. You might have seen recently, it was brought to my attention by an article on Yahoo News and on so on TikTok there is a a a, a man and I, I don't know the details and I wouldn't repeat them anyway. There was a man that he's married with his wife for I don't know 13, 15 years or something, and the wife went out with the girls on a three day girl thing, whatever they went to, and. He had absolutely no reason to distrust, distrust her. I think they have two kids and they have a happy marriage and yada, yada, yada. And, and she said, I want to go away for a couple of days. And he said, go have fun while she was away. And she had a couple of too many drinks. There was some guy that asked her to dance 
And long story short, she ended up fucking the guy that night. And she woke up the next morning and she was a mess. And she called her husband frantically crying and confessing to him what she did the night before. And the man went on TikTok with the, with the video and said, told his story and said, I don't want to forgive her. I can't trust her anymore. And I, I, I don't know whether he did a poll or I, I, I have yet to see the video, but this was what, what was on the, the website that I read that the video has gone viral because people, he's asking, should I take her back or not? Because she admitted to what she did the very next day. This wasn't an affair that was going on for months. This wasn't something she went out to intentionally cheat on him. It's not like the marriage was faltering and, and they weren't having sex or whatever. It just happened. And she and she is genuinely remorseful. Genuinely. And it only happened once. And But he doesn't want to forgive her and take her back. And this this video went viral. But it's just an example of men who are now starting to open up and to admit that on TikTok, to say, my wife cheated on me on a girl's weekend out is takes a lot of balls. And it brought a lot of attention to him. And I don't think he did it to get a viral reaction. I think he was genuinely, like like me, genuinely hurt, genuinely felt betrayed and and didn't know where to turn to. And I, I believe they're, I think they're in their late 30s or something. This is the generation today. People turn to social media. They, they, <laughs> Well, I might argue that that's not the greatest place to turn to. In this case, it was his form of therapy or his form of grieving or his form of asking, what should I do? I don't know what to do. I love her, but I don't trust her anymore. And being that vulnerable man, like some of the other men that are now coming forward um, as a matter of fact, I belong to a Discord uh, group, and it's a men's group. There's a lot of men that, now it's closed to men. So men are talking to other men about things that are going on in their lives. Either I, I, I have read where guys are addicted to porn and and they're masturbating too much and and then there are men who are talking about their wives or they think they're cheating on them and it there seems to be a movement now that men are starting to finally open up and seek support and not hide or push down their emotions and hide I'm finding it to be very refreshing because when I grew up, 
men were taught you don't cry, you you man up, you you, you know you you act like a man, not like a baby. And let's talk about infidelity for a moment, because infidelity comes in so many shapes and sizes. So we got your boyfriend, girlfriend, and your six months together is there a commitment then you got uh long-term relationships where you're together two years three years five years ten years but you're not married and then you got your engaged couples and then you got your married couples and one of them cheats on you where does this come from infidelity red flags gaslighting all of this stuff is not something new. It has been going on for since we were Neanderthals. Except back then, I don't think there were marriages. You know, they, they paired off and they had children. Um, but probably the men had multiple wives. Uh, that's how we're wired that way. The, 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 the human species is wired to spread our seed. The man spreads his seed with as many women as possible to continue his 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 genetics, and I, I don't think I have to explain biology to you. And and this is common knowledge. I I I know people. Not everybody believes that theory, but it's pretty much the the mainstream theory is that this is how we're wired. The idea of in in the twenty first century or or in the in the nineteenth century of a man and a woman pairing off forever, getting married and being monogamous for fifty years is a goes against our genes goes against our genetics but because we, we've become a social civil society and depending on the culture that you come from you know whether you're england or west indian or or asian or eastern european or or latina or lat or latin there's different variations of that you know so even right here in the United States, you could just go to Utah. You got the uh, forgive me, I, I I'm not very knowledgeable, but whatever the that church is that allows you to have multiple wives, you know. I, so there are many humans or the human population where you get married or you commit, um, and once that commitment is solidified, whether it's a marriage or some sort of a piece of jewelry, you are supposed to remain monogamous, which is basically a marriage or a commitment. But like, for example, what happened to me, which, which is ironic because she was in a 20-something year marriage where she told me at that, that time was she was completely faithful to him and he was faithful to her until he cheated on her. And, and to, today, I don't know what to believe because some of the things that I found out about her would not did not line up with that story. However, the whole concept here is fidelity 
or infidelity is dependent upon, you know, whether it goes against our, our the DNA and our, our makeup, it, we as a society regulate what we agree to. And of course, today you got polyamory where where you get into a relationship but you allow other people to come in. You can have a threesome, you can have a foursome, you can have swingers. And, so as long as it's all consensual and mutual and nobody's getting hurt and it's all, everybody's on board, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. It's what The problem I have is when you commit to somebody and then you stray, whether it's intentional or like this woman who had a one-night fling because she was drunk, which is kind of why I got sober because it wasn't my thing. You know, when I, I I'm, a, I'm a committed man. The last nine years of my sobriety, every woman that I was with in a relationship, I was faithful to, including the last one. But in my drinking years, I cannot say the same thing. Okay, on to my favorite segment of the weekend rant, and that is my new reviews. And I got quite a few, so let's get to it. All right, since, um, and I mentioned at the beginning that somebody complained about the audio that was back in January, I do hope that is rectified because I did a lot of work on that. So we're going to pick up the reviews starting January 17th. Uh, five stars. Andrew is the man. That comes from Naron Tillman. Thanks for sharing your thoughts with us. I support you in your quest to bring down the cult hiding as a religion. Next one. Navigating the dating digital maze. Okay. Five Stars Bookworm is the name. In this podcast, the host navigates the complex world of dating, shedding light on the, pre the prevent issue of catfishing and other issues with insight, discussions, and real-life real stories. They skillfully explore the challenges individuals face in the digital dating realm, offering valuable tips to navigate relationships authentically. A must-listen for those seeking a blend of entertainment and practical Wisdom. Thank you, bookworm. That was a uh, boy. I'll take that one. Um, let's see. All right. Number uh, whatever. Fascinating topics. Um, Excuse me here. I'm I'm doing exactly what I didn't want to do. Uh, here we go. Rants. <laughs> Somebody left me a review on my last rant. I love the form. This is from Russ Reynolds. Uh, five stars. I love the format of the weekend rant. Quick, concise, and perfect for a short commute listen. Okay. Awesome. From Dr. Santos, great experience on the podcast and a fun host. I did interview Dr. Santos. Um, okay, now here's the one that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, all right? They gave me four stars, and this is from somebody called 
Symphonics. And Symphonics, I'm going to read your review and then comment on it. Listen on 1.25 speed. So for those who know about podcasting, when you listen to a podcast, you can actually speed it up. Okay, at the bottom, I, I don't know if every platform allows you to do this, but on Apple, you can tell it to play it at 1.25 or one and a half times its regular speed. And this is why. I totally relate with Andrew and his rants. My only suggestion is to listen a little faster because his pace is a little slower than I'd like. Still, it's nice to hear somebody dealing with smaller issues than I am. Huh. Okay. What Symphonics is referring to is what I am very guilty of doing. And Symphonics, thank you for pointing that out. And like I said in the beginning, I, if you critique me in a constructive way, I am going to listen. There are many times where I will do either a weekend rant or I am interviewing a guest and I take pauses in between thoughts, sentences, or questions. And sometimes those pauses can go for three, four, or five seconds. And I have listened to other podcasts where that happens, and it is frustrating because you're driving or you're jogging or whatever you're doing when you're listening, and you're kind of like you're waiting for the follow-up thought or question and it's just not there because it's dead silence so symphonics i am guilty of your critique and so when i did this episode i read the review and then i went back and edited this episode and I took out all the blanks and and I actually had to re-record some of it because I'm going to listen to the critique. If I want some phonics to come back and listen again and stay a follower or a subscriber then, so they don't have to listen at 1.5 speed, I mean, that's silly. I'm not calling symphonic silly. I'm calling that I have to make them do that by pausing too long. So what happens symphonics, and, and this is not a cop-out, It's a lot of these are done either late at night or after a long day of work, and my brain is fucked and fried, and <laughs> I can't, I can't get the thoughts out. It's simple as that. If I can do these on the weekends or if I can do that and then come back and have time to edit it, I will do that. So thank you, Symphonics, very much for the review and the criticism. I took it to heart and I did something about it. Next one is great interviews and that comes from Christy Brinkley. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish it was Christy Brinkley. Katie Brinkley. Listen to Andrew's interviews with the Twin Flames guest. He asked all the right questions. I was asking myself as I listened to the show. Can't wait to hear more. Thank you, Katie. Not Christy, Katie. Uh, very interesting perspective. Five stars from Linsel. Okay, I've really enjoyed Andrew's passion and candid style on his rant episodes. Footnote. That's another compliment on my being 
open and honest so okay there you have it those are the most recent reviews just one more thought on what symphonic wrote about me pausing well uh, didn't say that but he he or she said that you have to speed up the episode because i'm taking too long there also are times when i come on this podcast on a weekend or, or if it's a weekday and as i have said i have i i am completely open and honest and it could be a long day at work or it could just be the mood i'm in or whatever there are so many times that i have opened my mouth and said something without thinking and so if you hear a pause it's sometimes me thinking like i already have the thought in my head and i'm saying to myself do i want to say this next sentence I recorded this rant last night and today I'm spending most of the day editing it so I can fix those issues. But I'm going to insert at this point something that I recorded last night that I want you, especially Symphonics, to listen to and and see why sometimes opening your mouth before you speak and not thinking about what you're going to say next can be a problem. So what you're going to hear right now is an edit from last night. So I will make an effort to either edit that out or talk a little faster or not do that. But I, I tend to think before I open my mouth because my entire life that has gotten me in trouble. And it has even gotten me in trouble on the podcast. I have said things. I'm I'm going to say something that nobody's really going to get except for two people. I said something on this podcast, oh my gosh, two months ago, that two people from my past heard, and it was hurtful for them to hear. You see, I'm doing it again. I'm pausing I, because I, I don't, I don't know what to say and how to say it without outing who that person is and telling you guys what it is. But I said something about two people from my past or I said something more in generalization about... uh, See, I can't can't explain it without... I I don't want to expose it. The two people know what I'm talking about and and I don't want to identify them because you'll know who they are then. So... Um, but the point is, is I open my mouth and I say things sometimes that I don't think before I open my mouth. So sometimes I need to pause before I say something stupid. Okay, enough of that. Okay, so that was an insert edit from last night, and I just wanted to explain. And then I slept on it, and I thought about it. Two months ago, uh, give or take, I said something about my last girlfriend 
and my ex-wife, both ex-wives, heard it. And it was hurtful to them. And I apologize to them. I'm not going to repeat what I said, but it was during one of the interviews I did with the Twin Flames universe. To my ex-wife and both ex-wives, if you are listening, you know what I'm talking about. And I apologize for that statement. And I don't think what I said at the time was true. So I just wanted to make that clear. But this is an example of why sometimes just coming on um, the microphone and, and blasting away and being completely open and vulnerable can get you in trouble because you say things sometimes in the moment that you might feel at that moment but aren't necessarily true and it can hurt people. You know, I'm not doing a podcast like Joe Rogan and the other 100,000 that are talking about politics or pop culture or... uh, I'm talking about my personal life. And it can be of great consequence to people that things that I say. So if I take a pause, it's sometimes I'm thinking to myself, should I open my mouth and make the next statement? And I wish I had done that the night that I came home from that date that I went on. When I came home from that date and I blabbered all about the date and the woman heard what I said. So not once, not twice, three times that I know of, and I can probably tell you there's another half a dozen things that I have said on this podcast that have hurt other people or that I should not have said. And I've also said to you folks that the last girlfriend There are things about her that I could say on this podcast that would bring her down and out her. And and I'm I'm not going to do that. It it while she hurt me, what I would say to her would hurt her ten times as much. Not say to her, say to you guys, and outing her on certain things. I, I, I'm a little smarter than that, and I'm a little bit above that. I'm, I'm not, I'm better than that. Somebody hurts me. I'm. It's not a revengeful thing. I'm not. I'm not full of revenge, although it, it would be perceived as revenge. But to my ex, which I doubt she's listening, I'm not going to do that. While you did hurt me, I'm not looking to hurt you back. Okay, let's talk about my, my current dating life. You're going to love this one. Last 
weekend or the weekend before last, and I don't think I mentioned this, but I went on a date, or I might have told you I was going on a date. Ladies and gentlemen and people of all genders, anonymous Andrew got catfished. I went on a date with a woman who I met on one of the apps, and the picture on the app, I thought she was beautiful. I knew when I looked at the picture that it was not current. It almost looked like either a Polaroid or a 3x5 printout and that it was held up to a camera and then photographed and it was grainy. It, it, it wasn't a cell phone picture. Let's just put it that way. And and But you could tell the details of the person's face and hairstyle and overall. When I looked at it, I said, oh, she's attractive. That was not who showed up at the date. Yes, it was the same woman, but that picture had to be 20 years old. And yes, that was the only picture on her profile. So that goes back to dating profile 101. How many pictures do you put on a profile? Minimum four, maximum six. Two body shots, two head shots, and two action shots. So if you play tennis, you show you, you if you ride horses, you show yourself on a horse. If you bicycle, you show yourself in a bike race. If you're a marathon runner, you show yourself crossing the finish line. And then you can show two body shots. You could be standing on the boardwalk with a sunset behind you, but you get to see the full body. Uh, whatever. Or a friend, you, you could be at a party and there's a group photo and you get to see the full body, but you can crop your friends out or whatever. This woman didn't do that. She did one headshot. And I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be rude. But the woman that showed up on that date didn't look anything like the photograph. And she was a really nice woman. And yes, I'm going to be shallow here. If if she was, if she was, well, maybe it's not being shallow. If she was more honest with that photograph, maybe I might not have met her or maybe I would have, but at least I would have known what I was getting. And who knows? I might have gone on a second date with her because I enjoyed the evening with her and I enjoyed the courtship, the, the texting and the phone calls for two weeks. But I didn't like when I showed up and the woman that was there was not the woman that I imagined in my head. Completely different. It wastes, it's, it's a waste of time because I spent two weeks texting in the morning and the, during work and afternoons and then she that was the one that I think I told you guys she would call me at 9.30 at night and she says am I calling too late and I, and I would say no because I'm a gentleman I'm like oh, I, you know but you, you know I'm in bed at 9.30 but I would say yes we can talk 
and I stay up till 10 o'clock talking to her. I, now I regret that. I stayed up to some, the, the next night she called at 10 o'clock and I stayed up to 11 talking to her, only to meet her a week later and she wasn't anything like her picture. A waste of my time. And I lost two hours sleep. Uh, we're coming up on 45 minutes here. All right, I think that's enough rant. Um, to the people that left reviews, uh, especially the one with, I gotta talk faster or whatever, or I will work on that. Um, thank you everybody else for leaving the reviews. Uh, as I said, I am gonna be looking into some cults. We're gonna do some investigation into the cults. But to my any followers who are following me for my journey, you will not lose that. There will be more guests and there'll be all these updates on my life, my dating life. And I am going to tell you this real quickly. I have got to find somebody. I am going stir crazy. It is now March 1st. Today is March 1st. Okay. And no, the summer is not around the corner. We still got three months, I guess, before the real nice weather gets here. But I do not want to go through another summer laying on the beach alone. Doesn't mean I'm going to just grab the first one that comes along, but I'm going to put a little bit more intent into my dating, intentional dating, as I call it. And I'm not necessarily going to jump into a relationship, but since I've started this podcast and since I've been single, I have not gone on more than two dates with the same woman. Matter of fact, I don't even think it's been two dates. I think it was one date on every woman. So I need to get to the second date to get to the third date to start dating somebody. I just want to date somebody. All right. If you're enjoying this podcast or not, or if you have a critique and you'd like me to know about it, I urge you to go down to the bottom of Apple or Spotify and leave me a review. Uh, yeah, Spotify, you can leave reviews now for each episode. Apple, it has to be for the whole podcast. And, of course, pass this podcast along to somebody that might get something out of it. And to anybody listening... If you know anything about cults, we're in a cult, or you have a family member that was in a cult, yada, yada, please, if you're interested in coming on and sharing a story, you can still be anonymous. I would love to talk to you all. My contact information is in the show notes. And last but not least, please, before you get into any relationship, if you're going to commit, is this the right person for you? Anonymous Andrew. Until next time. Ciao.